What's happening, everyone? It's Friday, June 25th, 2021. Listen to Two and a Half Hoopers. Who is it? Marco Yarish, favorite basketball podcast. Thank you, Josh, for that one. I'm your host, Jacob Lehman. With me, I'm joined by Josh Rhodes. Hey, guys. This is a name I haven't heard in a long time. <laughs> and uh, George Martin. Hello. First podcast, uh, sitting right next to him. Uh, George is as sweaty as you would assume <laughs> uh, in person. Punch me. But we're here in Josh's garage. I'm drinking a bang. I don't, I don't know why people drink alcohol. This is and, and me freaking we, we are about to give off knowledge because we're <laughs> not reading it. In my garage. But yeah, we got a good show for you guys. We're all together. Uh, Trey Young shimming his way to a 1-0 lead on the Bucks. Clippers proving once again they're at their best, down 2-0. Team USA rosters and a bunch of coaching news from around the league. We're also going to give out a few of our own awards, thanks to Thaddeus Young winning a very specific, specific award that I didn't know existed, but it's been around for five years, the NBA Hustle Award. <laughs> uh, I guess he leads the league in stats you don't track. They said that. I don't know what that means. You can't track, so who knows? All right. If you guys like what you heard, make sure Miles to follow Miles ran. <laughs> make sure to follow us at THHoopersInst on Twitter. Uh, this one won't be on YouTube, uh, because we can't fit us all on the camera angle in Josh's garage, but... I don't think anyone watches on we, we get four views sometimes, though. So I think two of them are George showing NBA Mary, hey, look at us. But <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know how it is. Uh, but yeah, instant Twitter. We're trying to post more on there. George, we got a follower today. Do you remember who we it did. was? We uh, did. His name is Lake Show Season. He actually follows me on my personal, too. So oh, that's a big account, Shout out isn't him. There? He's got like 3,000 followers. So, solid. So pretty solid. So all that ratioing from George finally paid yes, off. Yes, sir. Sounds like, you know what? This guy he knows what he's talking worked. about. Something worked. Something worked. Does George being the goofy one, is, does it work for us? Absolutely. And we're, I absolutely think <laughs> so. Diversity. That always works. The half, we're three white boys. <laughs> but it's just because you're Greek doesn't mean diversity. It doesn't scream it. European, baby. Um, but yeah, we got a comment last Instagram post from Danny Stipp. It was not Frankie the Ace. Cla- not for, he, he did comment on one of them. I said birds and six because I have hawks and did six. Did he call you an idiot? No, he said he agrees with it. Fun oh, wow. he agrees with So that means you're made, wrong. Which made me feel worse about my, <laughs> my um, But to the comment I want to get to, still regarding Frankie the Ace, Danny Stipp commented, quickly working his way up. He's probably second now beyond jo- uh, Josh Definitely, Narkowski. I'd say so. Uh, he's always commenting, hasn't missed a like. Uh, Close to slipping for sure. Close to slipping. Danny Stipp just bought Jordans for $250. They're heat though. They're heat. He said he wants, the people want Frankie. And Do I, the streets really want Frankie? No. So, I, I'm going to do a different proposition. If we get three people to comment that they want Frankie. Not we'll including have, us. Not including us. Okay. And it can't be Danny Stipp. Three other, no, one of them beats. Okay, so there's three people to comment it. That two they others. Want Frankie. Two others, yes. okay. And we can't say it to anybody. anybody. Not only, even Frankie. You just have to listen. Only to from comment. the listen. Only from okay. If we get three comments, I'll reach out to Frankie come okay. on the pod. Okay. And we'll do a segment I will put it in the post. I suddenly will be DNP for that one. <laughs> uh, but the people want them, so we're, we're, we're going to give them. But time for some actual basketball. Hawks beat the Bucks 116-113 on Wednesday night. Uh-oh. Hawks nail lead 1-0. Hawks are now 3-0 in game one's this, play- this playoffs. All on the road. Beat the Knicks. Defensive team. Beat the Sixers. Defensive team. Oh, and Nate McMillan comes in. Wins again against the defensive team, the Bucks. It just gets easier and easier to host this podcast. Uh, Trey Young, 48 points. One shimmy. And a whole lot of attitude. I just want to hear from you guys because you both had Bucks. I know Josh had a sweep. I don't know what that was about. Um, Yeah. I'm not going to mention the bet yet. We'll get to the bet later. (laughs) Uh, But just some stats. 
Drew, Drew and uh, Giannis both showed up. Both over 30, both over 50%. Both shot 14-25, a little tidbit there. Chris Middleton, though, uh, an absolute yikes, 6 for 23. Yeah, I got a couple apologies. And, yeah, their, their bench, I mean, it was mid- Bobby Portis got some run. Bobby Portis and his crazy-ass eyes. Which he did in last series, which is kind of key. Yeah, he went 5 of 8, so that was solid. One thing, though, uh, before I head to the floor to you guys, Brooke Lopez, only 20 minutes. I feel like they need him out there. Uh, Coach Bud actually adjusted for once in his life, and it didn't work. He finished the game with Giannis' center. Uh, P.J. Tucker got a whole lot of run. And the game-winning shot was off an offensive rebound from Clint Capella. So I know we like Giannis at the five, but Brooke Lopez was key in that Game 7 victory. We talked about that. Because of the offensive rebound, yeah. Because of the, because of the offensive rebound. He's still a seven-footer. And him and Clint Capella, I could see washing each other. Like, I, Clint Capella's not a great, like, big man. He's very serviceable. He's one of the better ones in the league. But as a pure seven-footer, him and Brooke Lopez, I could see Brooke Lopez washing him uh, as far as just clean out. So, George... I'm sorry, Josh, actually. It's oh, sweet. It's oh, sweet. So audible. I want to hear uh, what what changed right. from your initial preview because right. they can't be a sweep now because sweep means they win zero games and Ox are up 1-0. Good. So I want to hear. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you described it to everybody at home. Um, a big issue, obviously, was the Chris Mill. I didn't expect Drew Holiday to... Uh, I mean, it was kind of both. I didn't expect him to give up so many points to Trey Young. He did a lot of going under screens rather than going over it, which was kind of confusing to me. I know Trey Young struggles from three, but still, that's just something that you shouldn't really give. Four of thirteen in this game too from three. Yeah, so I mean, I don't, I didn't really understand that, but I also didn't expect him to score thirty-three points, which is kind of impressive. Uh, again, George was talking about in the playoffs that they kind of have that second guy in Drew because. Uh, their second guy that they're supposed to have, 26%, that's pretty bad, and that's kind of what I was expecting. Got to apologize for Tobias Harris for saying <laughs> Middleton has a better, might have a different package that'll help him. Didn't help him. They absolutely sucked. Um, also, Giannis didn't get as much as I thought he would. Capella guarded him a lot better than Capella was guarding Embiid. I think Capella's, a, I, I kind of underestimated how he handles athleticism. Because I haven't haven't seen him guard like an athletic guy like that in a while. Definitely did a better job on that. Again, uh, I think you'll mention the bet later, but I'm gonna mention it now. John Collins scored over 20 points. Only one more. Um, I guess some sweet sweet chicken. Um, it was very impressive <laughs> that Trey Young was going to him. He had 11 assists, and a lot of them were to John Collins on like pick and pops and stuff like that. They were looking for him offensively, and that they needed that because Bogey was struggling. Herder didn't have such a great game. Uh, they're gonna get Cam Reddish back, which is also a big thing for them. Hopefully that'll improve. But yeah, the Bucks just again I didn't really understand because it seemed like Brook Lopez was being decent, and then Bud went, mm, "Let's make it harder. Let's put Giannis at the five, which was kind of weird." But uh, I don't know. It was a rough game. Trey Young had to score forty eight though. That makes me feel a bit better about Milwaukee. But again, Holiday thirty three. So I don't know how long that's gonna last. But we'll have to see uh, if the Bucks kind of get some scoring from Middleton because I don't think he's going to shoot under 30% again, but you never know. But yeah, 48 for a three-point win. That's not the worst loss for Milwaukee. They definitely should, if they make the right adjustments, they should go right back into the series. Yeah, especially with the uh, with the Bud adjustments. He he heard he heard the whispers. He heard the murmurs, the footsteps. Bud doesn't adjust, and he over he overcorrected. Yeah, he, like you said, Brooke was running pretty solid in that, and he's just like, no, we got to... I, the, the streets saying I don't adjust. We'll show them, and then they have to lose in the game. Yeah. Um. As far as for yeah, for John Collins, I know Trey has like the biggest like arc as far as like putting his name on the map. But I think five months ago, John Collins was meeting with Lloyd Pierce saying I need more touches and I'm gonna reject this max contract you're giving me. And now he's picking his spots perfectly. He's doing the dirty work. He's the points. Robin. Exactly. He's he, he's picking his spots exactly, 
and that's it goes 11 for 16. He he's just playing it perfectly. He knows the spots, um, and then one thing that does worry me, uh, Bogdanovich, he doesn't look healthy. Yeah, and they're they they need I mean, him. Gallinari steps in there, and then they're starting laps. Of, yeah, they have Trey Young, Capella, John Collins. Red Velvet, Kevin Herter, and then Gallinari. And then they got Solomon Hill off the bench. Lou Williams, who didn't give you anything this game, really. Uh, kind of 12 minutes of nothing. And then you're playing, yeah, you're going into the big O's. Cam Reddish will help, which will be very nice. But, George, I'll get to you finally. Uh, <laughs> I've been itching. So, uh, then I'll give you the floor. Anything. Hawks, Bucks, so, my Kane's bet. We know, just talk. <laughs> I will say, Yanni at the 5 did kind of work towards the end a little bit. They, they stopped the Hawks... Uh, they stopped the bleeding only because the Hawks were running away with it a little bit in the third. They switched to Yanni at the five at the end of the third. They got within three. They were winning this. They had this game in the bag also. But I will say, with Brooke not being out there, you are right, rebounding. Uh, Capella and Collins combined had 34 rebounds. That's pretty inexcusable from a, a Bucks team who's pretty big. Pause, I, I'd say. You know, they have a few seven-footers on the roster. Uh, just with Trey, I mean, it was phenomenal watching him pick apart the defense. You know, if they would go over on screens, he's driving downhill. He's getting his floater or throwing off-the-backboard lobs to John Collins. I mean, that's... I don't think I've ever seen that in a conference finals game. And, you know, if they went under occasionally. He he was hitting some of his threes. He went four for 13. That's not optimal because he was settling a lot in that early fourth quarter. But he was just taking what the defense gave him there. But like Josh said, there wasn't a whole lot of production besides him and uh, Collins. Yeah, Herder had his 13, but n- no one else really stepped up. So what Josh kind of said with, you know, you kind of feel good that that offensive production, and you only lose by three. But on the same side, is Drew going to replicate this performance? But he did look like the guy that you traded for first for uh, to produce late in the playoffs. Yanni was incredible, almost had a triple-double. He basically did everything right offensively. You do want to see a little bit more because him, Drew, and Chris kind of combined for the same uh, amount of shots. You want him to be high and above the leader. But... I, there's not too much criticism to take away from the Bucks. I mean, yeah, probably having Brooke out there a little bit more. I mean, 20 minutes and you got Connaughton out there for almost 30. You might want to have that a little bit more even. But for the Bucks' sake, yeah, this this isn't too much of like a red flag, I big worry. Little, I got a little bit of criticism. <laughs> all right, well, well, let's hear it because I think the Bucks are overall right. But you know, I also did you watch the, the last play? Uh oh, the the did drop you, for. The, the drop, drop for Connaughton, for, uh, and he know, airballed it? It's the, last, it's the last play of the game. Uh, Giannis has 34, you're down by one. Well, that's Victoria why... has 33, you're down by one. Patty, Patty Connaughton! Just a green light. Oh, I think airball. everybody in the starting lineup could have gotten a better shot than Pat Connaughton. Yeah, Including but, Brooklyn. Listen, that's, that's, that's one play. You, I, I know, you know it was probably a pretty stupid drop from Bud, but... Well, how about the whole game? The energy wasn't there. Drew Holiday is one of the best guard defenders, and he looked like a smaller version of Ben Simmons out there. Okay, yeah, but he you, was going. He was not fighting but, over screens. He was not using his. He had. He's one of the best defensive guards in the league, not because his quickness. He's quick, but he bodies up his. Don't you think he the, should be able to body up Trey Young at half court? Don't you think the Bucks could have implored more of like a blitz or like a attacking screens? Because it was kind of just Collins would set a screen, and then Trey can go off it. Either he's pulling up with a floater or dumping it off to Collins. I felt like there maybe should have been a little bit more. Aggressiveness. Well, I'll, I'll let you. We were talking about this before. I'm not gonna. I, I made fun of you in the car. I, I want to keep it civil. You said they were in drop coverage. Do you want to take that back? Because not I, they, all the time. It was a screen, and they just weren't fighting over, and they didn't. They didn't. Really I will like, say it's not drop coverage. I'm just saying nobody really came up as much as they should. They kind of yeah, they're trade. sagging. But yeah, they're, they're sagging. dropping. I, That's an effort thing. Yes. Fighting over screens, yes. which kind of relies on the coach seeing that. Oh Trace. no, no, no. The scheme was fine. They weren't fighting over screens. They weren't communicating on defense. Switch this. 
But you don't think seeing Trey get... I mean, he had like 14 in the first all off of like easy floaters. You you know, Bud at, at the timeout isn't going to be like... That's your big man, either Brooke Lopez or P.J. Tucker slash Giannis at the, at the five, hedging over and being there to want to chase that small so guy around. So it's not a totally coaching adjustment. It's more the of a player's effort thing. The defense on him was fine because that high pick and roll is extremely hard to stop. And if... I, I'm fine with switching it uh, because it trains hard to stop no matter what. But I'd like her to fight over that, and that's it's not. I agree. Thing. You, well, and that's employed. Uh, one, one more thing, just yeah, through about it. the the whole time, like on offense and defense, they didn't look like they took the Hawks seriously. No, they, that's they didn't. The Hawks it was really, lazy defense. Yeah, so it was lazy defense. Th- that uh, just the whole offensive on defense. I it's the eye test. I see that. I'm like, yeah, that's the take I'm going with. Josh. Okay. I think right. Milwaukee's tired. They played 30 minutes starting lineup the entire regular season. All three of their big three played 40. They just had a game seven. In Brooklyn, it's no excuse, but I think you might no, be right. It's no excuse, but I think Atlanta's a lot more conditioned because Trey Young's been playing a lot, and even though he kind of missed some time at the end of the regular season, well, uh, didn't they go to seven with the Sixers? They did, but they're well conditioned. Yeah, for and Yanni was the huffing bu- and puffing in the, that game. The Bucks, seven. the Bucks went from playing thirty minutes and checking their stamina to, and even against Miami, the first series where they've had to play forty plus minutes was the post Achilles tear. KD. I mean, I know he was tired out there, but like Yanni was literally getting subbed out. That's how tired he was in that game seven. Yeah, so I, I mean, I, I, I could buy it just because the Suns didn't make the playoffs last year. Atlanta didn't make the playoffs last year, and that quick turnaround. Excuse me, it's really showing with these teams right now, and but. I mean, they didn't. They didn't look tired in Game Seven against the Nets, and they come out here. I, I don't. I just think it was an effort thing. I think they're. They they're, underestimated the Hawks. I think they're extremely able to play the minutes they are, and they're not playing forty-eight. Drew and Giannis played forty-one. Yeah, it's a lot of minutes in an NBA game, but I mean, for Drew especially. I guess I'll give Drew a pass. He's chasing around Trey Young. My God, but like Giannis, he doesn't guard anyone anyways. He's, he's, he's a warm-up player at this point. He, they're sticking him on Solomon Hill so he can play free safety. <laughs> so he should not be huffing and puffing. That's true. Fair, Fair enough. enough. Um, what was the best Trey Young moment this game? I'll start. I'll start with George is on Snapchat. I'll start with Josh. The best Trey Young moment. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. Best I play. One. There's about four of them you can go with. I don't know. You have to come back to me. I don't know. I'm gonna go with the shimmy. You're going with the uh, shimmy. It's, it's pretty clear and uh, straightforward. I mean, was it a shimmy? I felt like it was more of like it was a like take, a shoulder it was like shake. A free throw shoulder. Yeah, it was like yeah. a shoulder shake. You kind of look like you know because he does that thing where he like brushes off his shoulders and like the the ice tray celebration. You ever seen Cat in the Hat when he does in that music call number? He's in the coconut bra. That's that's the kind of dance he was doing. What's the one that gets you to laugh? It's like oh, uh, oh, oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Uh-huh. I'm not gonna do the whole. You're doing the whole thing. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was coming off a screen. He does like a in and out dribble. Drew goes over it. Trey goes the other way. And then nobody comes to comes to step up to block the shot. Trey's just looking around, does a little shoulder shake, and then buries the three. I mean, when you do that and you're staring down the whole team, you have to make it or else you're going to get clowned. You liked it. It was Harden-esque on Wesley, on Wesley Johnson. Remember <laughs> that one, the ball spin? This might have been more disrespectful. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was pretty disrespectful. Um, I'm going to go with – I don't think – I'm not going to go with the more flirt. I think I'm just going to go with, like, his character because they went down, like, five or, five or six, and then he hit that floater, and instead of, like, really rubbing it in, he, like, got his guys back, and that kind of changed the pivotal point of the game. So, I mean, like, you hit a regular floater, and then you give up a point, like, Milwaukee could just stay ahead, but they clamped up, and I think that was just, I think that's kind of a pivotal point, especially so late in the fourth quarter. Well, yeah, his old, just his overall attitude, every single shot he hits, 
is like a backbreaker. Like, like every single shot that Trey Young, you can make the door loud, Joey. It's okay. Just rip it off like a bandaid. Yeah, it's all right. All right That's we'll, good. We'll, we'll see in a second, Joey. You can come back in whenever you want. Is it, okay, it's it's off now. Yeah. Um. Yeah. My one. It's that off the backboard. Oop. That was insane. <laughs> it, was that, it was third quarter or fourth quarter? Third. I think it was third. It was yeah. third quarter? Yeah, that was insane. Have you ever seen anything so bold in a conference finals game where you're on the road and... Well, I the, the another off the backboard oop where Kyrie did it to LeBron two minutes into the game. That's disrespectful. Oh, that, that was, was so disrespectful. One? I think that was conference, conference finals. finals, yeah. yeah. And that was one with this. It was the Raptors or Hawks? It was Toronto. Raptors. Yeah, it was Toronto. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, well, that was eight. Uh, or, no, I, or LeBron's like... Toronto. When he when he had surge on him in the corner, just I think like, that was sixteen. Well, that's sixteen. Yeah. Oh my gosh, they were feeling it. But yeah, it was too. It's almost more disrespectful just right away. <laughs> but this was in traffic, so we'll call it a wash. Yeah. And that was a few years ago. Um, who do you guys think has the better supporting cast here, Trey Young or Giannis? Because everyone's saying, you know, you stop Trey, you just gotta give up, you just gotta let everyone else beat you, and that's kind of that can work because the, they're so, down so many bodies. I think the Hawks are the best player in this in this series, and I think wow, they have the better supporting that's cast. That's bold. I'm gonna say the Bucks do only because they don't. You know, the Hawks are missing their two best perimeter defenders. I know Reddish was active; he didn't uh, scratch any minutes in this game. Bogey looks like a shell of himself with this knee injury. He looks pretty hampered, and the Bucks are relatively healthy outside of Divincenzo injury. I feel like you know they have a two-time oh, MVP. They miss Divincenzo they miss so, bad. so badly, so badly. They need that white boy swag to, mm-hmm. <laughs> to get with Kevon. Um, yeah, and Drew Holiday. If he's like, if he plays like this every other game, I mean, he's a phenomenal too. And Chris Middleton just has to wake up out of whatever funk he's in. I, I don't know. If I think they need well. to. I think they need to stop giving him ISO plays. He should just be a spot up at this point. But regardless, I, I I'm going to take the Bucks just because overall health is wealth. So that that's where I'm standing on that one. I think the Hawks have a better ceiling, but the Bucks should have more consistent. Like George said, the injury bugs kind of hit Atlanta pretty hard. Uh, but, I mean, Atlanta definitely has a high ceiling. I mean, I think you talked about it with how many players can give uh, Atlanta 20 a night that aren't named Trey Young. You guys didn't agree. Uh, I, I, you know what? John Collins scored 20, so he might prove me wrong again. I might... It's a Kaniac, by the way. It's not no, like, four-finger combo. Yeah, I understand. I, under- I, I, I understand. I am very understanding. You mean no box combo for this bet? <laughs> but no, no, no. I, I mean, yeah, I think right now Milwaukee definitely doesn't have any excuses for that. But again... You stop Trey Young this game, they don't win at all in the slightest. But mm-hmm. Trey Young, Trey Young's becoming more than a one-dimensional scorer. He's becoming a playmaker. He's a triple threat. He crossed yeah. that half court. Yeah, Jeez, Louise. yeah. It it is getting bad. It's not like a Harlem Globetrotter four-point shot maker anymore. It's it's a completely different Trey Young, especially in these playoffs. It's very fun to watch. So that's I'm gonna go. Uh, with. George done this off. Shot out of a cannon. You know, just thinking about it. why was Giannis easier to defend than uh, Embiid for Clint Capella. Because it looked like it was pretty... Giannis had a Are good you trying to get something game. out of me here? But no, but why did... He's it... not 300 pounds, but, that's why. I will say but this. But why was Clint Capella able to hold Giannis in the paint? Because Embiid, like Embiid has a way player. more reliable post and inside game. There's no post. Giannis, no post moves. When I don't both, answer choice. I'm choking on <laughs> Yanni, Yanni will try and back you down, but if I'm going to be real here, Embiid has a lot more of a bag, and I'm not saying Yanni doesn't have a bag. Please don't try and get that out of me. His shirt is off. Okay. So hot, <laughs> All right. Um, but yeah, Embiid is also like seven foot two eighty. He's gonna back you down. He can hit a fadeaway. He can size you up, dribble you up. Uh-oh. You don't have to name his whole package. You can just say if, yeah. if, no one's gonna see. He's doing the moves in the garage. <laughs> he picked up a nerd ball. 
But yeah, I mean, he has more of a low post bag where you, you keep Capella guessing, and especially in that series, he would do a lot of pump fakes, and Capella would, you know, jump and get off his feet. So there's a lot more vari- vari- variability in Embiid's might game. I, might I add, Embiid, one knee. Yeah. Giannis, We're not going to talk about this. This isn't a well, player debate. To, for you to end this off, Giannis, still a good game, 34, 12, 14 to 25. Is this a Giannis series? Because Miami wasn't. Uh, it has were. to be. Every series from now on has to be a Giannis series if Legacy they want to keep winning. Miami, that's the only thing that he, have, that he had an excuse for because they just game plan around him. Atlanta, they might game plan around him, but he's got to figure something out because there's no way. Like he got, he got pretty kind of what he wanted. He got a lot of like putback stuff too. But I mean, he's he's got to take over if he wants to be taken seriously. If he wants to get put in the the top tier. We'll go over like the the NBA current player tier in the in the off season, but if he wants to get put in with those like head honcho guys, he's got to be able to take over a game. Right now, he just seems like like a one A. If he loses this series, he's how I treat the Clippers this year, next year, because I was like, Clippers got to show me, they got to show me. My God, are they? So they're at this that is tier. me. That that was but, me for this year yeah. because he's already done it twice. I mean. Yeah. You can do as much as you want in the bubble. But then but they're, they're going to get a new... Oh, they're not going to get a new coach. So we'll be fine. I was like, no, no, no. Bud will get fired if they lose this series. No. No, they, no he no. won't. That's they a, like stability in the that, that That is for a... Uh, that's for an off-season podcast, so. though. <laughs> uh, you boys ready to move on? Yes, yeah. sir. All this right. is going to be a quickie. <laughs> Clippers beat the Suns 106-92. Him saying it's going to be a quickie is no slight uh, to the Clippers. It's not a Mickey Mouse win. They earned every ounce of it. Paul um, Jordan. Chris Paul comes back. Kawhi Leonard does not. And Clippers clamp down the Suns. Uh, Booker and all. Suns still lead the series 2-1. to one. We got one more series in L- uh, One more game in L.A. And the Clippers, they, they, they go down 2-0, and they win two more. Um, now, I don't have that happening. I had this a gentleman sweep, but um, I was a little bit wrong. Bad to still believe Suns in five. I mean, what did... So we'll start. Mass Devin Booker didn't shoot well, and everyone's like, oh, it's probably the mask. Okay, George is blaming it on that. No, last I... game, no mask, five for seventeen, I believe. Didn't see much shots, but PG and Pat Beth clamped him. I'm watching this game. Oh, they're doing it again. Uh, I'll issue an apology to Pat Bev. He's not just running around out there. He's in Booker's grill, fouling a hell of a lot. Sure, why not? But he's Dylan Brooks who doesn't get the foul calls. Exactly, and then Paul George, tr- tremendous game. I, he did not shoot. Particularly well, tw- nine, uh-uh. nine for twenty-six. Oh, with the pandemic P game, fifteen boards, twenty-seven points, and just was an absolute vocal leader out there. Was locking in on defense. It's the Pacers, it's the Pacers. <laughs> he's just running point guard out there for them, and that's kind of why Rondo, less than eight minutes. I've been calling for it. He finally got kind of like pushed to the sideline. Kendrick Perkins was calling for it. God bless America. He he, he got taken out. Um, <laughs> And this is kind of... I, don't, I think me and George talked about this a little bit. Luke Kennard, when they trade for him, he's kind of like a point forward. Like, he can run the offense. He, he's kind of doing it. He's got, him and PG are kind of running it. And then Reggie Jackson kind of playing that two-guard role. But... And I'll start with Josh, because I don't think George watched a whole lot of this after he kind of the <laughs> I have some stuff to talk about, but we, we'll start with well, Josh. I'll start, we'll start with Josh, then. Go ahead, Josh. Uh, Clippers took over the pacing in the second half. That's no question. That's, that's just kind of the real reason they won. But, I mean... Again, yeah, the the I mean Chris Paul was really rusty. I can't really put too much against him. He tried to get other players involved. Aiton definitely benefited from having a, his true uh, primary point back in there. Campaign also left with an injury. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure you'll talk Ankle. about yeah. you'll talk about that. We'll see how that changes the projection of the series. But again, 
the Clippers just become like these, like they become the '96 Bulls when they go down 0 and 2. They didn't even need Kawhi. They didn't even. Need, they don't even need Kawhi. They they're just absolutely. I don't know what happens, but they get to game three. They get to that home court and they just they just start going crazy. Uh, we also didn't talk about who we think is going to win uh, game two, Atlanta, Milwaukee. I think George and I both have the Bucks. I don't know who you have. I was going to do it at the end because oh, okay. we got a whole weekend preview. Fair enough. Okay. Well, um, yeah. Uh, again, the Clippers, I'm kind of surprised at how they're changing it. They're doing a lot of just like Paul George and then they're flipping uh, who runs with Paul George. Paul George played like 43 or something ridiculous. Uh, yeah. 43. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of... I kind of like that because Paul George has definitely proven to have the stamina. He's also the only one still attacking, uh, which is still interesting that Phoenix hasn't really figured it out, that everybody else is trying to pass it. But, again, good game for the Clippers, especially defensively. That's the number one thing uh, for them that's work, that's benefited. They're kind of doing the Lakers formula. They don't have to shoot too well. As long as they clamp up and that's they have Pat Bev to do that. Pat Bev's not expected to score. Just runs around and chases Devin Booker. As long as they just keep Devin Booker in contact, they almost won game one and Booker put up a 40-point triple-double. So they're very capable of stealing the series if they keep this up. George, you said you had some thoughts. Well, yeah, campaign leaving is... Uh, Josh's thoughts. Bad sight. <laughs> it's a bad sight for Phoenix. I mean, he had 29-9 last game, no turnovers. He he creates a different pace when he's out there. They like to run a lot, and he was just blowing by a lot of guys in that game, game two when he had 30. Uh, they definitely like to run when he's out there, so we'll have to see about that. Clippers-wise, they inserted Terrence Mann for Marcus Morris. They kind of went four guards, one big, which is interesting to see. Zubats did his work. He had 15 and 16. Uh, he's he's done all right on Aiden. Uh, I wouldn't say Aiden's like going crazy, and I wouldn't say he's clamping Aiden, but he definitely will be starting the rest of this series. Not much more to add here. I mean, yeah, Terrence Mann starting, I like it. He really does it all for them. But, uh, yeah, Phoenix really didn't shoot well. I-, I would expect that to be different. Chris Ball was rusty, like Josh had. D-Book, it'll be interesting to see. This is the second game in a row. He struggled. I expect him to bounce back in some sort next game. But, yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see because they just they fell flat from the start. Especially, I think it was late in that third quarter. They couldn't hit, like, a single shot when we were watching it. And the Clippers just ran it up. They were getting down court. They were getting what they wanted. So, they rightly deserved uh, this one. Yeah, when uh, when the game gets dirty like this, when it gets muddled muddled up, is it always going to be a Clipper W? It's it's to their advantage to say the least. So yeah, they should they should win. Yeah, I mean they should probably be up two one now, but yeah, if they just stop a lob inbounds play, if they're up two one. Oh, good. We're kind of they make noises. free throws. No, don't, oh yeah, PG's free don't throws. talk I'm about sorry. that. Talk about the thing that they can control. Two easy free throws. I mean, obviously the Suns have a chance to tie it, but again. I don't know. It's a lot harder. I think my wisdom TP coming in my TP. <laughs> um, no one mentioned Zubak. Fifteen I, points. I actually, I boards. actually did. I, I Not really, him. actually. I actually mentioned his stat line. We That's good. You mentioned the stat line. What did he do? And I said that he contained Aiton. Not the greatest. Not the worst. I said he that, played a better game than Aiton. Actually, I'm gonna go back on the film and then send it to you tomorrow. So what? You know. What do you mean? He, Sixteen boards. I talked about that. All right. Well, let's get something you didn't talk about. They shoot basically the same from three. Not in Zubak. Suns and Clippers. But uh, Clippers shoot 10% better from the field overall. Uh, they have a lot. They have nine more free throws than the Suns. The Suns got into a jump shooting uh, kind of funk, and they are like, I'm going to shoot our way out of it. And the Clippers, oh, they did the Clipper thing. They, they did, got comfortable. And the Clippers started driving. And a lot of that has to do with Terrence Mann. 
He, he gets bored, dude. Oh, yeah. He, yeah. And he's constantly driving. He's not one to fall in love with the three. Went 0 for 1. Stopped. Stops. He missed the first shot. All right. Looks like I'm going into Duncan. Went 6 for 8 overall. Uh, I mean, not a, like we said, not a whole lot. Again, Tyloo's uh, just kind of throwing everything at the wall. No minutes for uh, DeMarcus Cousins again. And then, yeah. Do you like the no Rondo thing? I like it. Yeah, I, I do. I do agree. I think Reggie Jackson and Pat Bev and T-Man all have a bigger role in this series than Rondo would. And Rondo, when he's out there, hasn't been producing. And then Paul George running point anyways. Of course. Um, Josh, anything else to, to add here? No, we're done with this game. <laughs> we're yeah. done with this game? It was sad. Move on, move on. Uh, you guys what? You both have Clippers in six? Suns no, we have in Suns in six. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, you, we all have Suns. You guys have it in six. I have it in five. Like I said, I had a gentleman's. We'll see it we could get. still be a gentleman's. We'll see. No, oh, it's not Oh, my gosh. Is, Saturday's going to be bumping on Staples Center. Are we going? I work. Both, uh, both call game. out. Coaching news. All right. <laughs> so we got three hires in the span of, I think, uh, 24 hours. We'll start with uh, the order in which they went in. Celtics hire uh, Emeka Udo. Or nope. Ime Udoka. Udoka. There we go. He was the... I, I always get him confused with the big man. Ekpe Udo. Um, not going to act like I know a lot about his scheme. He's a first-time coach. He was always in the assistance uh, bench. He just came from the Nets. But I do know that their two best players love him because they played for him on Team USA uh, as, a, as an assistant there. So Jalen and Jason, you keep them happy. You get some fresh blood in there. Um, also a former player. And Brad Stevens making moves. Uh, traded Kemba and got a new coach. It's, people seem to like him a lot. And it'll be fun to see him in, uh, in Boston. Josh, thoughts? I like it, but unfortunately I think Boston's going to become a very heavily ISO team. Uh, kind of similar to what we saw with the Nets. It's going to be a lot of just uh, trying to get timely stops, which I don't think that Celtics can do as good as the Nets, and run ISOs with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, who are great players in their respect. I don't think they have enough firepower. It's going to be a lot similar to kind of what Steve Nash is running, and obviously it makes sense because Udoka was there with the D'Angelo Russell team. Hopefully he kind of brings a little bit of a community there. I don't think Boston's team is deep enough for that, however, so it'll be interesting New coach, new scheme, new point guard. Uh, I don't know where they're going to get him, but it'll be very interesting to see. We'll probably talk about it in the off-season episode for Boston. Humong- they have a lot to work on, but they have a lot of pe- They have all the puzzle pieces. They just need to put it together. They have the stars already, but their season will depend on what point guard they get. Boston's in a really good position because the things that they have set are things that a lot of people are looking for, and that's like the superstardom. Like, do we think Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown combined could get them to the finals? I'm a firm believer that they can. Yes. But everything else kind of is a, in shambles. But they have a new they have new manager in Stevens, and they have a new coach now, and. They can probably put it together, I hope. Yeah, one thing, or uh, your new coach has to have something, and this thing that the thing this new coach brings is he's young, he's 44 he years old. He also played, and he also mm-hmm. played as a point guard, which is a very. He also, also brings championship experience. He's a pop disciple, seven years in San Antonio. He's, yeah, he's, he's from the pop coach. One in 2014. Yeah, but Mike Budenhoser is a pop disciple, George. That and he's name. a conference finals lock no matter where he goes. <laughs> Brown was also a pop disciple. He was under Brett Brown for a while. Yeah, he in went Philly. To, in Philly, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, so he has, um, t- he has experience. and Oh, yeah, he paid his dues for sure. Yeah, he gets I think work. a little bit too much. I think he was ready to... Yeah. I don't think he should have been an assistant for that long. He's worked with but... a lot of talent, and now that he gets some young guys and hopefully you know a little bit of roster changes, he'll be he'll be good for Spurs Boston. He'll also, the, you, the last thing you want to do for a young team is bring in some cranky old white guys just going to yell at them and make them run laps. 
a la Boylan, a la SVG. Nate Bjorken, SVG. You JVG. Want... <laughs> <laughs> you want to bring in, like, this guy. The players love him already. Uh, and, like I said, I'm not going to act like I know what his coaching style is. Justin's to think that he's not a defensive coach. I don't For, uh, I guess that's... I mean, there was D'Antoni on that defense, on the net staff. I have to see so the believe. Um... But Steve Nash did say that George chomps on a Swedish <laughs> fish and uh, crumples the whole bag. But Steve Nash did say the bench is going to look a whole lot different next year because I got some guys that can coach. Uh, we see he uh, say the name Udoka. There we go. I have it written down here. I can't even sound it out. Um, and we see D'Antoni and a lot of rumors too. So we'll see. Yeah, there's we'll, how many openings left? Honestly, there's a uh, four more open. Oh wow! Enough. Uh, but. One of those that aren't open, uh, the Pacers. Right, good segue. Rick Carlisle. Uh, this kind of confirms he was <laughs> just done coaching the Mavs because he, what, was it less than a week? He was like, he's got a new coaching job. He wasn't it was tired like, of, it was like four days. He was tired of coaching. Yeah. He was tired of coaching Luka Doncic. Um, Luka's got the keys. I said he was the best uh, coach in the market. Just, I think a lot of people would say that. I'd agree. A good good uh, championship experience, former coach, players like him. Uh, and he goes with, I think they're my fifth ranked out of seven teams. Uh, Indiana? Like, yeah. Hmm. So, the one but, you're high on. He's back in Indy. Um, he w- I think he was a, uh, an assistant coach under Larry Bird with those uh, early okay. 2000s. So he was a head teams. coach also for Indiana. He's a head coach as well? Yeah. Nice. So, back where he started. So he's been coaching for, he's kind of like Carlisle has 20 a, years straight. I'm, I, I know you're going to get to the opinions of it, but I think Carlisle works really well with this team just because, especially the Detroit years, nobody really remembers. He kind of had the keys uh, for the Larry Brown Pistons team, and he kind of was the reason they got to where they were at the beginning. And it's just, again, the Pacers and Pistons are kind of in the same group. They're kind of not really, like, obviously not the same stature, but they kind of just have a bunch of, like, misfit guys. Nobody's, They're blue-collar. Yeah, nobody's, like, a real superstar. I mean, Sabonis had a great year, but nobody's calling him, like, this next big superstar thing. I disagree. They got a, they got a bunch <laughs> of they got a bunch of guys that know how to put the ball in the basket, and Rick Carlisle knows how to kind of group that together. You saw it with the 2011 Mavericks. Obviously, they had Dirk, but you know they brought a well well rounded team in there, and I think he has I think he has more than enough potential to give the Pacers a deep run into the playoffs. Yeah, I was really excited when they got him, just because I feel like he could have went anywhere he wanted, and he went to Andy. Uh, like Indiana keeps it in house. They, you, if you played for Indy, please come coach for us. We'll give you anything. Uh, I got a few thoughts, but I'll go to George. Um, yeah, no, I'm excited for this. There's a lot of talent there, and you know, Bjorkman really didn't have the locker room as we saw down the. Not table. from the TJ Warren wanted a trade when they found out they hired him. Yeah, t- <laughs> you know, all throughout the season there was a bunch of drama, restlessness in the locker room, and I feel like they'll be eager uh, to work with Carlisle. You know, he's worked with many all-time greats and already. Uh, one on the way with Luca. I know they had a bad breakup, but there's a lot of talent there. He'll be eager to work, and I think I think it'll be a good marriage for them. Honestly, I think I think they'll do well next season. Yeah, the, the Pacers they they nailed this. I give it an A, but their their season I don't know because they're they're there's two they have two free agents. I don't know if they'll keep. There's Dougie buckets and there's T.J. McConnell, those two are, very crucial those role, are players. Key role players. But they yeah. will get Lamb back. They will get uh, Warren back. And they have Brogdon and Sabonis, and they have a whole summer to rehab. Um, Sabonis has been on TikTok a lot. He's marrying some dime piece. He's doing TikToks with their brother. But I think they have a lot of talent, and I think if anyone can really figure it out, it's Carlo and Josh brought up a great point. He knows how to he, – he's one of those coaches, the rare ones where you give him something, he'll get the most out of it. But he can also coach stars. Yep. And, and he doesn't have that, but he's somebody you can keep around for the long term. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't have to – it'll be stable with Rick Carlisle. Definitely. 
He has the respect. Uh, this is a bad, bad, bad loss for Dallas because now yeah. they have fully committed to Luca, a player and only Luca who has the potential to just leave after they firmly build everything around him. I don't. I mean, they liquidated that, that franchise. That's kind of that's a little bit scary in my opinion, especially because there are inside rumors that they don't know how. Uh, com- or they don't. They're not confident that Luca wants to stay there long term. Maybe this changes things because it was rumored Carla and Luca weren't really working together. Uh, but we'll have to see who they hire, and uh, I think it's Kid. I think that's your next. That's yes, your next sir. Client. That's a, that's oh, a good segue, segue Josh. Um, Mavs hire. Uh, is it confirmed? Almost. Just about. He basically he's is. forming an assistant coaching yeah, staff. So yeah. it's not Phil Lakers. So uh, <laughs> he got hired. For Hope the he doesn't Mavs. take. Please don't take Phil Handy. That's um, all I beg. I I, I, don't, I think I. And have... guess what? This fits it perfectly into my segue. I'm gonna just take it. Just take it away oh, from okay. you. Go, Mavs go, go. are probably gonna hire Jason Kidd. You know who loves Jason Kidd and is about to lose the conference finals? Oh my God. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Mark Cuban is doing something in Dallas that nobody's expecting. Luka for Giannis, straight up. Who His Supermax no? hasn't even kicked in yet. They're going to trade. Guess who they're trading? Porzingis. It's gone. It's what? what? I'm kidding. What? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But no, Jason Kidd definitely has uh, the kind of the player-coach personnel. That's probably the thing that works with him most. He's probably not the smartest coach in the world, but he has... You he, seen that timeout call? He definitely <laughs> he, he definitely improves team chemistry like right away just because and him and Luca kind of play very similar. They're kind of like the point general for their team. Luca obviously a definitely more talented scorer, but they both play the same role, so Luca will probably be able to relate to Jason Kidd more. It might be a bit better for him because Kidd's younger. Uh, but again, I'm telling you, just just letting you know, Giannis's favorite coach to this it's day. Not hap- I mean, Jason you're right, Kidd, but it's not happening. You never know. I'm not a. This is definitely the worst hiring of three. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, not horrible. I don't though. know what kid did. Great uh, did playing he, career. What did he do for the Lakers? Well, he. I mean, I, what did he do like in general as a coach? Um, he like, did, he t- does t- not. He does nothing but make the star players feel good about their about their every, bad every coach besides Rick Carlisle probably wanted this Mavs job, and they landed on Jason Kidd. Uh, who I mean, I think it was yeah. a Luca hiring because Dame yeah. even wants him. All the like superstar players want Jason. Carlisle also said that he would see uh, Kid be best fit in coaching Luca because he sees a lot in him, which was an interesting point. I don't know if he was trying to like. <laughs> they again, they're going all in on Luca. So he, oh, this, I guess, co- this hiring is because of Luca. It's not like I, a uh, I, that's, I, That was how I was going to segue. Kind of just lit a fire when he's on his way. Out. And I guess we'll uh, talk about it now. Luca, my favorite player, been on the bandwagon for however long. We'll get to him later in the show. Um, but th- does this prove he has too much power because they hire a guy who, me personally, I don't like his track record that much. Um, like, yeah, not too good with the Nets. And then, what, you don't like the, what'd you get? Rainbow Unicorn Bang? No, I do, but it's starting to taste like acid on my tongue. I, I think I have, I think it has so much I haven't sugar. Drank my my teeth hurt. Haven't drank it yet. <laughs> Which is why you're sleepwalking into this episode. But, <laughs> Zero uh, sugar. <laughs> yeah, right. But yeah, Luca gets to this coach there, which I don't know how much, and then like I like it, and then Rick Carlisle leaves immediately, goes and coaches for another team, fires the GM. Does he have too much power? Because he's great, but is he is he great enough for this massive headache that he's given Mark Cuban? George doesn't touch too much on this on the math stuff, so I'll be with him. I mean it's not necessarily a great look, like, league-wide, but, I mean, if you have to do what you have to do to keep Luca happy, you're going to do it, and I think that's what Cuban does. We know he loves to go all-in, and especially with a guy like Luca, who has kind of looked discomforted with his roster lately, and, you know, he needs a second star. Porzingis isn't going to cut it. 
I think Cuban is is well worth it uh, going all in. I mean, we've seen it on Shark Tank, you know? I'm in or I'm out, you know? I think that's what he's going to do. He's going to swing for the fences. Do I necessarily like that they kind of just liquidated their whole front office? No, but if it's going to work to keep him here, then yeah. But in two years, if, if he leaves or something or doesn't sign a Supermax, then yeah, it's going to look really bad. I think this is a good bridge coach, though. They're not going to win a championship anytime soon. I hate to break it to you, Dallas fans, unless they do, unless Josh predicts the Giannis win correctly. Uh, but I I can't help but think, because I watched The Last Dance like three times, this is the Doug Collins of Luka's uh, career. This is where he's, well, just, he's just going to get anything he wants. He's going to average. working out for MJ. Yeah, but not with Jason Kidd. Uh, ah. They're going to have three or four years of Jason Kidd where Luka probably goes James Harden with D'Antoni and just averages 35 So who leaves first, Luka or Jason Kidd? Jason Kidd. That you choose Luca as much as you can, as much. Yeah, but again, they don't have control over Luca. You in the NBA, it's not like the NFL where like if you time to sit out, you can do it because it's only sixteen games. Luca, Luca's not going to sit out the whole season. You you put him under contract when he signs a super max. He's not leaving until at least two years in. If I'm the GM, I'll let him slip, sit for a whole year. Come back next year. I'm not trading you. I'm not giving you what you want. And that's easier said than done, but Mark Cuban is a tough guy. I mean, what, what, when would you put the foot down with Luka? Or would you give him everything? Because they've appeased everything he's wanted so far. I think they got to keep doing it. I think they just got to focus on everything. He, everything? Almost. I can't really think of a situation where it's like, oh, I don't, I don't think we can give this to you. Or, no, we can't give this to you. Because they, they got some issues on their own. Because it doesn't, look, it doesn't seem like Luka's like emotionally attached to any of the players on the mm-hmm. team. And that's kind of where they, they need to fix that. I mean, the front office, they can they, they can shuffle around all they want, but the real issue is the players they put on the court at this moment. So I think that's what they got to attack on. It doesn't seem like Luka's going to be like, no, don't trade Dorian Finney-Smith. Don't trade Chris Porzingis. Like, it's not one of those things. So, I mean, right now it doesn't look like he's asking for a whole lot. I mean, the coaching change is kind of bound to happen. They fired their GM of 13 years, or tw- I think 20 years, and then they fired their head coach and won them a champion. Or the he-, he drove the head coach out. That won a championship was been there for thirteen years and stayed there during like tanking years. Yeah, I mean it's it's a it's weird. It, I, I don't I don't I know it seems like maybe this change is good for Dallas. It only time will tell. But at this current moment, it, now that we're looking back at it, it kind of does seem like the Carlisle era was kind of up. I mean, it's, it's kind of just matched up with like Pop and Duncan, Carlisle and Dirk. I mean, like Dirk retired and like Pop's still there. I know he's still there because that's and what Duncan se- retired. That's so what I don't se- know where that's what separates him from. <laughs> Oh, Drakal is not Greg Popovich. Well, no, and here's the thing: we saw the Kawhi Pop thing try to work out, and now we're seeing the Luca Carlisle, and just complete opposite. Kawhi left, and or Kawhi got traded, and now Carlisle left. So, <laughs> the Mavs just chose the player, and the Spurs chose the coach. So, some more stuff like Luca's on my on my last nerve. He's kind of being a little whiny guy. He's <laughs> still my favorite player, but yeesh, she's driving me kind of crazy off the court. Moving on, though, so we had the lottery. Uh, we talked about that a lot. We had pretty good, pretty good talk on the on the lottery last podcast. Yeah, we uh, did. If you missed that, go check it out. Uh, but if you're Josh Nowakowski, I'm sure probably I'm sure as hell you didn't miss it because uh, you listen to every podcast. But Bleacher Report, our favorite website, dropped a few uh, wacky zany trades uh, oh that should happen from it. Um, not a whole lot of dealing with the trade ball. I just want to get you guys guys thoughts on this because we know Bleacher Report's always coming with the heavy hitters. So I got six of them. It looks like here, and the first one does involve Dallas. Uh, so a little bit of a segue there. Not going to spend too much time on this because, like I said, they're Bleacher Report trades, so yeesh. But first one, so it's between the OKC, Thunder, and the Dallas Mavericks. So Thunder gets 
Chris Stapps, Dwight Powell, and uh, two first-rounders for Kemba Walker. <laughs> oh, that's way too much of a price from Dallas. I was thinking the same thing, so let's make fun of this one a little bit. Oh, my uh, God. I don't, the, the title is OKC Goes Full Sam Presti with Dallas, and they take on Chris Stapps' contract that's longer and more expensive than Kemba's, and they get uh, two first-rounders for Dallas the... Dallas uh, has to attach two to... I would attach two to Kemba, not Chris Stapps. Hmm. Oh, so maybe we just see this again no. here. Wait. Because I don't know why the Mavericks... I don't no, know that's too much for Dallas, I'm saying. I'm sorry. Josh? Why is this a trade? It's so, so stupid. It's just Kemba Walker? Nothing else? Yeah, that's... It just says Dallas Mavericks receive Kemba Walker. That is, that is horrible. Why? Why? I mean, like, I get it because it's like, oh, you're giving up the contracts. It's like what the Nets did where they were just, like, trading for picks and then getting, like, these players. But it's not like Dallas is tanking. What, what does Kemba do for Luka Doncic? Can you imagine that? Well, it's another guy that can get a shot. That can't play defense. I don't like the defense. Awesome. I don't like the defense at all. They, but treated, they treated Chris Paul for, like, Ricky Rubio and Kelly Oubre in a It's first. still a souped-up version of a Tim Hardaway Jr., though. Or it... No, this is eh. this is stupid because, I mean, like, maybe it might be good for Chris Stapps, but that's about it. <laughs> I don't see anything good for Chris Stapps. He should be for the Shanghai no, Sharks. Because he's going to the rehabilitation even, center that is that? Oklahoma Probably, City. Like, maybe one first makes some more. I would do, like, maybe a second, like, Chris Stapps. You have to take into consideration. Who's the second play? They threw in Dwight Powell, too? Who's yeah. really so well who, with Luka So who's the their center? Willie Cauley-Stein. Obi. Obi and Willie Cauley-Stein. But I do believe they saved money on this one. Plus, they get... You have to take into consideration. They saved money. Chris they gave up two he has no trade value, and his contract is horrible. It's probably one of the probably top five worst in the league. Him and shoots... Davos Bertans, two white guys. I'm sorry, no, but Kemba's just gonna smile as he shoots six for twenty two. He's got a good smile. Though. He's a he's a cute boy. Um, but shout out Tyler Creator. But I mean, I yeah, two first is a lot. It's a swap, or it's two swaps, I guess. But no. swaps aren't as bad. It's just, yeah, but, but I still it's, wouldn't do it's it. the same thing. No uh, yeah, I don't want to spend too much time. They put a little goofy picture for Kristaps, so that's funny. Second trade, um, Orlando and Sacramento both shake it up. Uh, shout outs, Zendaya. Orlando Magic receive Bagley and the number nine pick okay. and, and another second for Jonathan Isaac. I would not do that if I was Orlando. Well, now I'm going to, I mean, like, I wouldn't do it either. But again, two ACL tears. You have a point there, but. I, I read this article. Their main thing was. Who, who would they I, take at nine? Does it say? No, I, I don't. I, what, what do I, Rubber Genie, find out? What? No, it doesn't say who they would take at nine. I'm sorry. You're the draft guy. But I don't know who would be projected at nine. I do like oh, yeah. it for Sacramento, though. Sac, yeah, but. Absolutely. If they can get that done, for I mean, sure. The number nine, I think this is a pretty they don't, solid they trade, trading, honestly. They shouldn't be trading Isaac for a reclamation project and a question mark of a This pick. is actually also kind of dumb for Orlando because they have five and eight. So why would they get another pick? Oh, yeah. You have five, eight, and nine. And you're not, you're not. You can trade that for but a lot. You, yeah, you do actually. need more young players. You could, but you could turn that yeah, into five first they're rounders. They're not trading easy. for. They're not trading for a big star. They're they're going young uh, rebuild here. Yeah, exactly. So you trade it for more draft. So picks. right now you could, you've got five first rounders if you're the Orlando Magic. Right now, Moses Moody from Arkansas is projected at nine. No, who is, who is. It's a very good score. He's built like Jonathan Isaac and has good perimeter defense. Again, that back back end of the lottery, there's like five Jonathan Isaacs potentially, which is really funny. But uh, Moody's not really a great athlete. Uh, Isaac probably is significantly better, but he has a lot of good defense. He's good with his feet, and he also knows how to put the ball in the basket. So might be good for a team like Orlando, who I think needs more scoring 
and more defense. They also just need more players, too. And like you said, no one knows the defensive impact of Jonathan Isaac more than this podcast. But I, they need more players. And Jonathan he's not, Isaac's favorite podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, like, two ACL tears. Yikes. That's bad. Yeah, like, this could be highway robbery. Like, Isaac might not be that same dude. I think I'm harping on the, the potential I've seen from Isaac. That's why also, I said no. Also, maybe Bagley just needs a change of scenery. The Wendell he, Carter Jr. effect. He's a reclamation player. Oh, my God. For sure. Bagley and Carter, I'd kill myself. I'd, watching that, just two small guys trying to play bigs. Oh, my gosh. That'd be so upsetting. But that, who, who would win this trade? It depends on Isaac's. Yeah. I know we're giving you the well, the cop out. All right, I, I, Ben Simmons I, I, trade okay. number one. Portland changes it up. Oh, I like this. I like this. So this they gave a little bit. I'm gonna, I'm gonna read it. Let's hear it. So it's I feel like it was a little more than we thought. It's Roko and CJ. Yep, for that's, Simmons. That's one I've been seeing on Twitter. Is Roko to make the money work? Because he's also yes. good. To, he's, he's he's not a throw-in. I like that for Philly only because I think that's that's the best value you're gonna get. It's also a basically an all-star in CJ. He he has all-star value. Roko is a good team defender. He's been in Philly before. You might know their system. Another wing defender that they could have. Before Josh gets to unleash it, because he's like, Josh, stupid, under his breath. I like this for Philly a lot, if they could really get this. I do, I do too, but mm. only because Simmons' value is low. Seth just averaged, like, 22 in the in the semifinals. CJ is going to average 25. And, like, and they'll get He's a, just a better version of Seth Curry. And imagine... Uh, Roko. And he's even easier to hunt on. Imagine he's Roko, even easier okay, to hunt okay, on. Okay. The Imagine Roko okay. having what is Matisse Thybulle on his side and Joel Embiid behind him. He'll actually be a good defender. Um, not Roko would. I wouldn't. I would. Not Roko would be Nurk, a good throw-in. Not having Nurk and CJ next to him, you know. Josh, what do you think? It's just dumb. Why? Okay, first of all, I want to get to your point. Oh, it said first. Oh, we got. We got. I'll say back. See, CJ. Oh. Uh, okay, that's good. It's not gonna be. Not gonna be long. Hurry up, buddy boy. That's what she said. Okay. She is. CJ is not just a better Seth Curry. He knows how to create a bit better. What you, what you watching? So you're, sh- you're strengthening our point. No, he knows how to create better. He knows how to create. <laughs> period. Seth Curry's still catch and shoot. I didn't see any. I, yeah, no, he's not. Is Were he, you not watching? The I was screen shot. CJ oh doesn't gosh. need the screen. I'm not going to interrupt. Continue. Secondly, who plays point guard for the for the Philadelphia 76ers? No Simmons. Who? Who? Joel Embiid. Who? 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 George Hill. No, no, that's not a point. Point Toby, point Toby. They signed Kyle Lowry on a minimum. Shake Milton is the closest thing that they're going to get to a point guard after they trade Ben Simmons. I think, I think, stop naming funny things that aren't funny. Are you on trade Ben Simmons train? Yeah, but they need to trade him for a point guard. Point guard's out there. That's you know what? I don't know. That's why I have Ben Simmons package. This quite literally them getting a near All Star in return. It doesn't matter who you do it. You you have to at this point. No, not necessarily. Because ben Simmons is broken. Within. He's broken offensively. You're still losing a all-defensive first-team NBA player, might I add. It's not like a you have to shoot the gun right away. It's not like, oh, no, we, it ha- is. Oh, we have to trade him. We, have to, we it, have to trade him. We have to trade him. Like, it, no. It's Dogecoin. Like, <laughs> Dodge. Dodge. That's my boss. 2008 Dodge. stock market value. No. Like, I don't, I don't think they need to shoot him off right away, but they should definitely be looking to it. I don't think that's enough. And. His value, you don't think is, it's enough? his value is low. What? Okay, okay, all-star? my bad, my bad. I didn't mean it's not enough. I just mean it's not the right player. You think they could get more? Not, than not CJ McCollum no, no, and Robert no, no, Covington, okay. who was part of the most successful okay, continue. Philly team. Yep, yep, let it all out. Let it all Allen out. Iverson. Let it all out before oh, I say oh, I'm going to miss cha- Ben Simmons' nice six passes a game for 
28 points per game in CJ McCollum. Are you finished? Are you finished? Can I can I finish? Please go. Can I retake that I'm going to reword it? I didn't mean not enough. I just I mean move on, not the right package. Yeah, we should go, go ahead. Go ahead. Finish this off here, Josh. I just don't think it's the the right group of players cuz they don't they it's not like I don't know. They don't they lose a point guard and then they don't have any Can point you bring guard. me a better trade for Ben Simmons by tomorrow, by Sunday's pod? Probably. We'll okay, see. that's your homework. Oh, thanks. Know, thanks for my I know, homework. I know you already have a lot of it. Thanks for my uh, homework. But I just think that, they need a point guard. That's your and I, I agree, but I think this is the best thing. It's not. It's one. not the worst. It's not the worst trade well, ever. I, I sure hope not. But I mean, Rocco is also a very nice addition. But again, losing all defensive first team and your primary point more guard. Ben Simmons, and we get a point guard here. I kind of like this one. I haven't heard a lot, so kudos to Br. Uh, San Antonio comes out Murray. just out of the woodworks. Murray, Devin Vassell in the twelfth pick for Ben Simmons. Yeah, that's absolutely. That is a that's pipe so dream. much better. That is a pipe dream. That's better. The Spurs might. The Spurs would definitely not do that though, because now they have Simmons and DeRozan, two Rosen's guys. Oh, agent. oh, they might not have DeRozan. It's not. I Pop's retiring Pop, the second that happens. No, listen. Pop could Pop unlock could, him. Pop could put Ben Simmons at center and completely mm-hmm. change the game. He could unlock him. That's scary. I like that. I feel. I, like that I wish Philly had more like throw like. I w- they could throw like cork balls in there. No, I would. I would want like. I mean, Murray's like legit. He, he's he's pretty. They eat. could put Tyrese Maxey. Throw him in. There. I, I would like Mike. Maxey you know what? I don't hate the Blazers trade because I forgot about Tyrese Maxey. I'm a big fan of Tyrese Maxey. He just needs to unlock the the passing. Which trade better than? It's a score for this one the for sure. One? You get the 12 pick. You get Vassell, who I'm a big fan of, and you get uh, Dejounte Murray, who's a great defender, very scrappy, and he also knows how to play make because he did that all this year. And he knows how to score. <laughs> That's an absolute win for Phil. This Philly. is highway robbery, George. I actually think it's a better trade than the last one you offered. It's not highway so robbery. So it's not it's, highway robbery. It's Robert? still Ben Simmons. It's very man. solid. It's it's an A trade for the Sixers. What do the Spurs get? You get like a B plus because I think they could because what Josh did they, they could unlock the Simmons. pop unlocking Ben Simmons. That that's, scares the that's a high that's high that's, potential that there me. because you had Brett Brown and Doc Rivers. Coaching Ben Simmons now you have the with Embiid pop of all. and a lot of the focus was on Embiid because he's the process. That's it's one thing as one if Ben Simmons gets his confidence if he you know it, I'm not saying seeks help like always oh, missing the head. What if he like just becomes the number one? Like he just becomes because out- everyone used to argue that they're fighting for number one. This year changed that because I and Doc rolled with Embiid, but they, that offense is never going to work because they don't coexist well. Simmons, I mean he he's got that raw talent. Pause. And I, I feel like if they surround him with shooters, he's still good on defense, still can run an offense to perfection. If he just knows, I don't need it. I feel like everyone has it wrong. And maybe I even misspoke when we did the Simmons slander. He doesn't need to learn how to shoot. It would help, but he just needs to learn how to be aggressive 48 minutes. Driving, d- just being aggressive, not they, just going with the flow. They let DeRozan walk if they do this trade, right? 100%. I, well, he's a player option. Sign and trade? Well, it, it, if, what if he accepts it? That's the problem because he's going to trade him. He's getting paid twenty eight mil. He signs the player option. They trade him. I mean, I final, final thoughts on this one, George? No, I, I actually like Spurs that fight an even more uphill battle. Mm-hmm. However, I'm also not a fan of the fact that the Spurs play three guards, and they don't even start Vassal, so it's not like they're losing a whole lot. Uh, but I mean, both both sides I think are winners, but the Spurs might be losing out a little bit because that twelve pick's kind of nice. I also like Vassal a lot. I I'm mm-hmm. a big fan of and Vassal. I'm a, Big Murray guy, so I feel like it's a. That's probably the best Sixers can get if you get a point. That, get a point that's like that. that's the best Philly can get. Which so I don't know for sure. Next one, CJ. I don't know how I feel about this one. 
but it involves Houston and Charlotte. Okay. And it, it does help Houston lose more games, I'll say that. Uh, Hornets trade P.J. Washington, the 11th pick, and the Hornets receive Christian Wood. <laughs> Why would the Rockets do that? Did Frankie make that proposal? <laughs> no, it's, it's on Bleacher Report. I mean, is there a reasoning why the Rockets would do that? Um, I it's on there, but oh I don't. Oh my God, Lamelo and Christian Wood. Ooh. I feel it. Obviously, Charlotte. There's a reason for for them to do that. So it kind of make the Houston, I guess, angle from it. I know why. They. I mean, it's just more young talent. They would also probably take Mobley, who could be like their cornerstone center guy. Because mm-hmm. maybe maybe what they're yeah. concerned with. Maybe what they're concerned with is they don't think that Mobley and Christian Wood could fit, even though I think it would work. Twin Towers, but I mean, I mean, could you imagine like you take you take Yao Ming Junior. and then at what you said the eleventh pick, the eleventh pick, yeah, they can take a guard, which I don't know who's at eleven. Joff will look that up for me, but they would pair whoever they take there with KPJ and KPJ. Um, who was that? PJ Washington, Jayshon Tate, PJ Washington. PJ nice Washington's no scrub. No, the, the one thing that hurts here, who would be at eleven? So right now, okay. Jaden Springer would still be on the board. Cool name. I like that name. Um, but Charlotte is projected to take Franz Wagner, who is Mo Wagner's. No, no, no. no uh, if no, the Pelicans no, no. don't take James Bonite, he's from UConn. Shout out Nowakowski. Oh, Nowakowski loves he, Bonite. He is. He's also. He's also. Yeah, a he's a point guard. He could sort of. They got a KPJ. They got Davion Mitchell, who had a phenomenal. He had a phenomenal Baylor. run uh, for Baylor. I think he's going to be. A they stunner. have the Australian guy Josh Giddy. So there's a lot of guards still left on there, which the Rockets could definitely. That's benefit the only. From. That's only logical way I see that happening. It would be very, very dumb for them to trade uh, Christian. Christian Wood and not take Okay, but here's the thing. P.J. Washington in the 11th pick, is that really enough for Wood? It's not. I feel like it's definitely a call that Charlotte makes and proposes. Houston doesn't go to Charlotte and asking for that. Yeah. But, I mean, if, if they do want to have one more year of tanking, I guess, but they're going to lose their pick next year. goes to OKC. So, I, I don't know if it's a swap. I don't know if it's uh, just a protected one or if it's just raw. But, Pause. I mean, yeah. do you feel like Mobley and Wood could coexist? Yeah, I'm a big believer in that. Because I, Wood I has was, the jump shot. I, I was the, uh, the, the founder of the Twin Towers in Houston. What's the, I, I did a, was the 4 for 32 the updated one or the first contract that Christian Wood signed with the Rockets? Was it a 4 for 48? He signed a 3 for 60 like Jeremy Grant might, did, I believe. Might, oh, I, did? Okay. might I add, they still have John Wall. So if they draft the guard... Oh, they're right. just gonna play him on the bench, There's or they're gonna put Wall on the John bench. There. Yeah, it's kind of hard. If Wood wasn't on such a good contract for what he it's, gives. It's a very good contract that he's on. And I don't know for sure what the protection protections are or anything. He got uh, screwed over. He thought he was gonna play with James Harden. <laughs> <laughs> but they should be trying to win next year. I assume. I, I think they gave that pick to OKC. Oh man. Okay, you're gonna see what OKC is doing with these, this treasure chest of stuff. We'll see the seventh grade squad. It might turn into Danny Ainge 2.0. We'll see. All right, here's a fun one. The last one, uh, Golden State and the Warriors. Uh, uh, no, Golden State and the Wizards. I wonder who's getting traded. thousand <laughs> percent. So we all know, Wizards would trade Beal and just Beal. Uh, Wizards would receive from the Warriors Kelly Oubre, sign in trade, James Wiseman, the seven pick, 2022 first round pick unprotected, and a 2026 first round pick. That's so dumb. That's so dumb. I feel like they would have to include Wiggins rather than that. Uber. That 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 trade certifies Wiseman's bust. 
right there. But right? I don't know That why. certifies it right there. I don't feel like... Why? Is the Wizards where people go to die? No, Russell Westbrook. He simply doesn't know how to he play with, the a, most out of with the a stretch actually. center. They don't trade Bradley Beal and keep Russell Westbrook. Well, it's a full-on demolishment. I don't know where the hell Westbrook would go. And exactly. I feel bad that he only, Laker, no. that he becomes kind of a journeyman no. because even after putting up like even after playing good last year, although Josh would just that doesn't make a ton of sense. No, for... he played good, and then the playoffs hit, and then he didn't play. So We're not going to get into that. To keep it simple, <laughs> like always, doesn't make a whole lot of sense for uh, Washington unless it's a complete. Turnaround. I'm going to crush this. Oh my gosh, Curry, Beal, Thompson, Draymond, and I said it doesn't make sense for Washington. Whoever they put at Zaza center. Pachulia would be bad. <laughs> Honestly, the ghost of Andrew Bogut. And they keep Wiggins? They'll play Draymond at the five yeah, and put Wiggins at the four. If I'm Washington, so, I'm, I'm asking for Also, Wiggins. why would Washington want Kelly Oubre Wiggins again? Wiggins for the 14th pick. Wiggins. Wiggins? Because you do have Rui and Denny. That's, that's a nice core of and forward. And sexy Kelly Oubre back in the Washington. Tsunami I don't, I don't like that. I don't know why they wish the Wizards would want Kelly uh, Oubre. Joey lost 10-7 against the CPU in uh, NCAA So I feel 14. like I believe more in James Wiseman than you guys do, especially more than Josh. The, yeah, the Warriors win this trade. They get the leading score in the league to Did pair with... Did you just say what? What? Wiseman's what? drawn a really bad straw in his young career. I, 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 I There's a lot of potential I'm still there. a big believer in Wiseman, but I just think him and Russell Westbrook cannot coexist together. Yeah, Russ wouldn't be there. Get that through your school. He okay, Russ, Denny, Rui, and Wiseman. And what does Russ... That'd be a decent squad. What does Russ have to do with... Uh, Wiseman's development. How would it hamper? Because it? Wiseman wouldn't ever, would never be able to develop a post shot of Russell Westbrook's hogging the paint the way he does. You know what? This you trade... think Russell Westbrook's going to turn into a mid-range maestro? No, not so, this late in his career. So the career. main three things the Wizards get in this: Wiseman, number seven pick, and direction. They rebuild. They finally they rip the bandaid off. They finally stop. I kind of like. I like getting the eight. I seed. like that aspect, but there's no. Re- they like. I don't know why the Wizards would want Kelly Oubre. It was just to make the money work. And, you know, 2022 first-round pick unprotected. You trade Beal to Golden State. It's going to be worth jack. Yeah, that's true. But you get the seven pick in Wiseman. And if you believe in Wiseman, he's got all the physical talents to make it work. Oh, yeah. So The Wizards would go back to playing, like, old-school basketball, and they would just have Rui and James Wiseman. And Denny would be, like, the he would have to develop into a point guard. And oof. Yeah, and Wizards get first pick, or get, get to pick a coach already, so you could get a young guy trying to kind of build a... Uh, Again, Warriors in this trade. Get, get Penny Hardaway. Get steal him from Memphis <laughs> and get, throw him throw him in there. Penny yeah. Hardaway loves James. Those Wiseman. were a, those were a few fun trades. Um, I wish I could make some of my own, but I just saw this about tennis for the pod, and I was like, hey, I'm gonna ask the guys. But those are a little. Uh, that was a little fun. Now moving on to one of our last segments, Team USA. The rosters were announced. So I'm gonna name them off, and then you guys tell me just what you think. Some surprises. Uh, yeah, I think this is from Shams. It looks like he put it in the order that he would rank them um, in a game of 5v5. So it goes KD, Damian Lillard, Bradley Beal, Jason Tatum, Devin Booker, Zach Levine, Kevin Love, Bam Adebayo, Draymond Green, Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton, and Jeremy Grant. Well, I can tell you which two you're surprised with considering the way you said it. I'm not surprised because Kevin Love is a team. He's been on Team USA forever. Um, but I'll start with, uh, you were counting on your fingers, so biggest surprises. You were paying attention. It's gotta be Durant. I agree. I don't know why. I, don't, I, I, I just, I don't get it. Like, I know, I know USA, like, grasping for straws, but I don't know why he would, off the torn ACL, or torn Achilles, my bad, and 
I mean, I get they just lost. Him and Harden are going to get way more time together, though, which is kind of scary. Harden's not in it. Oh, he, was a, he was a last-minute drawout because his hand he dropped out. No, oh. Which is why Jeremy Grant got announced last minute. So, so I don't know why he they would just keep... I don't know why he would stay in. I thought it would just be to log more minutes with Harden because Kyrie's kind of like his own, like, whatever he does, he does, and Harden and Durant kind of have to figure out the rest. I don't know why he would stay in there, though. I mean, I don't think he's going to play a lot. It'll be like 15, 20, maybe. A game, it's not going to be anything special, but like, I don't know. I think they should spend more time, kind of rehabilitating that team. I mean, Durant. I don't. I don't think it's pretty confident he came I back. I think from he's fully healthy. I mean, he's, he's but playing forty eight. But the thing, like, wouldn't you want rest? Like, I mean, but maybe he's trying. I, he doesn't need to get back in the rhythm. He was killing it, but it's just more basketball. He took a year and a half off. Like this dude's ready to go, and I. Uh, that's everyone that they got, especially like uh. Like Dame, I I know I know he's he's wanted to play for a Team USA. It's I like the Dame. first time he has a chance to go for gold. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't know th- why these players with this quick turnaround, especially with the season starting up. I touched on this in the solo for like one minute, and it's be uh, just because it's gonna be such a quick turnaround. The guys play for Team USA. They're playing some hoops. They're ba- they're basketballing. Uh, See, so yeah, you went KD. I'd probably agree uh, as far as like that positive. Good surprise, uh, George. What surprise? Kevin Love definitely. Maybe this is like a, a master plot to uh, try and get himself recruited by someone else to get out of Cleveland. Because I know he doesn't want to be there. And uh, Everybody knows he doesn't want to be there. Yeah, just maybe like, hey, please. Hey, like one last showing of, I'm not cooked. Please trade for me. But uh, He's cooked. Yeah, no one else. I mean, Harden dropping out. I Chris Middleton? Was... They want the U.S. to win the gold, right? Chris Middleton is getting a gold medal ring. But, and uh, a DNP. <laughs> I do like the Jeremy Grant edition. He's I'm the just, Carlos Boozer of the 20th. He's the plum dog from the 20, 2019 I'm Eva. thinking of like an all-defensive lineup of like Jeremy Grant, Draymond, Bam, Drew Hall. I really like, like Draymond. That's going to be so oh, funny. Yeah. Draymond's going to start yelling at some, I know. At, some like at people that don't player. even speak English. Mm-hmm. It's so funny. Some like Filip- Filipinos. Are like, I like Bam also. On? Bam's also very nice. Bam, Draymond frontcourt. No seven-footers if I'm looking at this besides KD. Small ball, baby. That's how we roll in the U.S. <laughs> and it's yeah. not even fat Kevin Love anymore. They got skinny, good-looking Kevin he's Love. Not seen yeah, 2012. They had Tyson Chandler, and that's it. Everybody else under seven. Tyson Chandler was a big MF. That, that dude he was played, big. He played the first five minutes, and they took him out. And then they Kendrick ran KD at the five. Kevin Love playing is like what, what Magic did in 1992. 1996. Ugh, rats. <laughs> the uh, two, two uh, fun little tidbits. There is three billion... In uh, contracts, in like their NBA contracts. Kevin Love team. takes up the most of it, doesn't he? <laughs> she takes up a good amount. <laughs> um, and then the Pistons have a uh, Team USA member, Jeremy Grant. For the first time since what? The Bad Boys? Well, uh, no, spoiler false. alert, Isaiah Thomas was left off. So. <laughs> no, oh. Chauncey, no, it's been a, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. Pistons. Been, they, 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 I don't know. There's no way they, they shut off Ben Wallace. Later, they needed him. Thing. I don't know, though. Uh, but yeah, just a few, you know, surprises there. And I mean, are they get, are they gonna win? Is it USA again? Of course, they're not losing a game. Not a game. I'll put oh. that out there. It's <laughs> it's the they they just uh, unless like the Jokic Bogdanovich. Jokic is not playing. Jokic isn't playing. Never mind. Only team is what Greece playing. Greece will steal one. Yeah, but Luca's not gonna play hard against us, that team. He's just gonna shot chuck and they. Oh, why why? Ah, foul, 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 this, why foul. doesn't my owner love me? Oh, no, that it's not. No, okay. no, it keeps going. There we go. Thank goodness. Moving on to our last segment. It means it's time to wrap up. <laughs> no, we've only been going for 
two hours and sixteen minutes. <laughs> uh, an award happens that I've, it's the last of the major awards. Uh, after MVP, I was waiting for this one. The uh, NBA Hustle Award. Thaddeus Young won it. So everyone, yeah, big round of applause for Thaddeus Young. Uh, I didn't know this award exist existed. Uh, I don't think anyone knew this award existed, but um, apparently. Plus, is happy about this. Does anyone want to guess? First person to win the uh, the award. It's been around for five years. So in twenty sixteen, who do you think won it? Twenty sixteen. First, first person to win it. I don't know. Was it like Tony Allen? No, don't tell me. But Tony Allen probably retired. The Hustle Award. It wasn't like a superstar, was it? No. Oh gosh, twenty sixteen. It's not Tony Allen. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get five more seconds. Uh, I don't know. Pat Bev. That figure. Pat Bev clocked in. That's clocked it in. was made for him. In Houston. Yes. Very nice. Um, and then uh, the year after he, I think Draymond won one of them, and then I don't know the rest. Uh, I don't know when Draymond won it. I didn't. Yeah, that's what I was trying to figure out if it was. Him. But yeah, I didn't know it existed, so I think they're just making up awards at this point. So I think we're gonna do the same. So I I got a few here. Uh, we all contributed here. These aren't just all mine. So we all three get credit for this one. But I'll name them off because I got them written down here. Uh, we'll start with this one. Uh, your favorite player's favorite player. Um, who would the award go to? I'll start with Josh. Don't start with me because I forgot mine. Oh no! I'll start with George. Mine would be Boban. Pretty pretty easily. It's Boban. Yeah, I think he's universally universally well liked in the NBA. He absolutely is. What about uh, you, Josh? Uh, the the fans would pick Taco Fall. I'm gonna say DeRozan because it's just, it, come on, man. It's just it's just sad. <laughs> <laughs> like you can't hate Demar Derozan. It's 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 really hard to. Yeah. Um. A few more. I put D Rose. Um, another guy, Drew Holiday. Seems like everyone likes him. Um, Dame Lillard, Cat. These are like just in the in Dame the, really. I feel like in the NBA, everyone everyone's tweeting about Dame Lillard. That's true. And then right now, Trey Young. I feel like Dame and CJ got good rep with everybody. because yeah. they clown everybody on Twitter yeah. and they get away with it. Um, and then like you said, Darren Kat. Fox. Yeah, and then you know old heads like Jamal Crawford, Lou Will when he was back racking up those six men. And before he was blamed for... Would have for, said Trey Young if uh, all of New York and Philadelphia didn't hate him. Um, yeah, when Lou was racking up those six JaVale men. McGee, we also talked about a little bit. Yeah, so there's those goofy players and there's just those guys that they're hard to guard so they're respected. The Andrew Lux of the NBA. <laughs> exactly. Um, next one. This one comes from Josh. The Seesaw Award. You want to explain what this one is? Sure. So the Seesaw Award is basically just like which players have the most lopsided... In terms of like talent, because obviously basketball is a two, two. What's it called? Uh, two way game. Two way game. Offense and defense. So there's a lot of players that only know how to play offense, and a lot of players that only know how to play defense. And I guess I'll give you the best example, the unanimous decision, in my opinion, Michael Porter Jr. Oh, absolute. You're, you're gonna be tricked by mine. Absolute lights out bucket from offense. Doesn't know how to move on defense. He is a lost, 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 lost cause. I think defense. both of ours have a unanimous uh, pick, but I'll let Lehman go first. Well, I want to hear yours. Jordan Clarkson, he has the purple light on offense and doesn't provide too much on defense. Isn't purple worse than red? It's just the worst version of it. So he has the red. Yeah, no, but light. Jordan Clarkson, yeah, I mean, oof. come on, he puts up like 23 pointers where you're like, what the fuck? He, put it, he puts up 40 shots, though. Like, Michael Porter Jr. picks it. Like, he's a polished Does that make him player. more one sided if no, he puts up No, it actually makes him a zero way player because he's a shot chucker. He won the sixth man of the year award. That's true. All right, I'll give it to you. <laughs> uh, mine. Come on, Lehman. Another I, jazz player. I hate, Spoiler. I, hate, I defended him all year. Rudy Gomicki. All year. I said, hey, just wait. Wait, he's not. He can't get played out of the playoffs this time. <laughs> and then here's what happens. He gets. 
He's the main reason they lose Rudy Gobert. You know, Trey Young also should be put in like a top. I was thinking about that. He was, I think it was last year, the worst defensive player in the league. But like, he's not getting Darius Garland, also another name. You wouldn't expect him to be good on defense. He's like yay big. He's like my height. George, George, (laughs) at least he tries. Like I'm watching him try. Don't try and prop me up here. You're taller than him. You're taller than Trey Young. How is he supposed to guard anyone? (laughs) (laughs) Self awareness, self awareness. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I'd go with Rudy. Because you look at Trey, you're like, he shouldn't be good on defense. You look at Rudy. He's seven, what, two, three? But he, he can't like develop a goddamn post hook? Like, Dunk. Like eight foot wingspan. Dunk. Yeah, so he's very lopsided in that one. Moving on, this is just pretty plain and simple. Who's the sweatiest player in the NBA? This one I named after Patrick Ewing because you look at those old hardwood classics. That dude is drenched as an MF. That He is. He was giving it his all. Reggie was giving him a... Oh, my oh you meant like sweatiest like just looks wise. I thought you meant like sweatiest, like a hustler sort of. Oh no, I I meant like who sweats the most. Oh, like, I got the hustler war was actually that. I got a I got a different one then. I got I, I got change mine. mine. So I guess I'll go first. Uh, Chris Middleton. I don't know what playoff, <laughs> I don't know what playoff game it was, but the guy was dripping sweat after like a quarter. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? It's not that deep. If you want it, who who was your tryhard award? Mine that, was TJ McConnell. <laughs> the the tryhard, tryhard, awesome. tryhard. Awesome. So sweatiest player, ladies and gentlemen, the only player to ever look like he's gotten sunburnt on the court. Blake Griffin. That guy <laughs> gets so red. Him and Plumley, one two. Plum dog. All three the Plumleys. Or do you have a favorite? No, Mason. Mason, no. Mason. Mason gets red like a tomato. But Blake Griffin, you know, he's got like the light skin. He still gets so red. And he gets, you can see like the, the sweat makes him look like a ginger. It's so funny. Uh, as far as just like um, sweatiest, like uh, like perspiration, it's Embiid for me. And then if you want to go try hard, Pat Bev. That, that's a, try hard means Pat Bev also gets sweaty. Try hard means menace. You can like, get both. Yeah, the manager like, means you go to the, the play pickup. You're like, oh, this guy's on me. Yeah, T.J. McConnell. I don't want to be guarded by T.J. McConnell. The menace is. I, I hate just being guarded by T.J. McConnell. Next one, second to last one, Mama's boy. Uh, this one just they give off energy of Mama's boy, or maybe they got a hot mom. I went with both. Luka Doncic, his mom, hottest mom in the NBA, fire cracker. Oh my God, Andre Iguodala will vouch for me. And then he's doing it again. Mama's boy's always a little whiny. I was a little mama's boy growing up, and then you know, wasn't. But <laughs> why? <laughs> um, but you know, they're a little whiny. They're a little you know annoying. And Luke is doing that on the court. He's flopping a lot. He's kind of like complaining. And we see in the front office wants to get his way. So you can go either way on like just gives off mama's boys vibes or firecracker mom. I'll start with George. Steph Curry's mother. Don't know her name. <laughs> Steph Curry's mother's a mama's boy? <laughs> no, no, no. She's a firecracker. Smoke show, to say the least. I mean, in those uh, Warriors playoff runs, I mean, they'd be showing, like, her fam- the family section. It's like Del Curry. Seth's there when and, he wasn't in the God, playoffs. Seth and then they Curry pan- making the playoffs when Seth wasn't. So and they pan to the mother, and I'm like, oh, my goodness. Keep it there. So, uh, you yeah. know, You know it's bad when your mom hotter than your wife. <laughs> like... That's yeah, when he's you, just not horrible. But, but, I mean, but, but Sonya. Like, is that his bro- yeah. his Sonya Curry. <laughs> is that the, is that is that the sister-in-law? I don't know. That's the mom. That's yeah. the mom. That's the mom. Yeah, okay. she, who, who's your mama's boy? So mama's boy, clear-cut, obvious, is either Kevin Durant or Chris Paul for just in terms of suckers. But uh, in terms of hot moms, you know, she's gotten around. Scotty Pippen Jr., he's got some <laughs> oh, mom's oh, He's got some yeah. mommy issues, I'll tell you that. But, <laughs> Yeah. Those. And then some other ones, a very sweet one, Jimmy Butler. I don't think anyone loves his mom more than Jimmy Butler. Oh, Katie. like his like his stepmom. 
Yeah, like okay. a stepmom. And then not, Katie, not his real, his Katie, mom, his real mom kicked him out. 13. Yeah, Katie obviously, and not like not like a looks thing or anything. Right, Just Katie, Le- straight mama. Gloria boy. James, that woman's a menace. <laughs> oh yeah, she. And then he's LeBron's a daddy's boy because you know Delonte West. But I, <laughs> uh, we got we got the sweet what sweet ones. You know Jimmy Butler, Katie. Let me get the hollows like Luca. Oh, all right. Next one, last sound. one. Mickey Mouse Award. Oh, um, God. This one who pains. made this one? This one painted me. Josh You made did it. it. Josh, explain it. So Mickey Mouse Award, basically, so this, you know, this season, you know, some people. We use Mickey Mouse a lot. We had some players Mouse. just do good, and some players just do worse than you expected. The Mickey Mouse Award goes to the players that went from the highest to the lowest. It's like the complete opposite of most improved. It's, it's a cool. season that validated their last season being Mickey Mouse. Yeah, so... Uh, with a, I'll give you the prime example. What? What? Why are you on? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. We're gonna get copyright fringe. <laughs> no, we're not. That's good. Good. Good for George. I'll give you the prime example from the prime team uh, of Mickey Mousedom, Jimmy Butler. Mickey Mousedom. J- Jimmy Mouse. Don't George is out of the new baby song. He went. To his he went. That playlist. He went, he went from finals appearance. Everybody was like, "Oh, Philly should have kept them. Oh, all these teams had the opportunity. Why'd they keep Tobias Harris? Sucked." I mean, he got hurt. Or not get hurt. Did he get COVID? He got, Jimmy? Yeah. yeah. Lost like 12 pounds Got COVID. Then he started to come back. First round, absolute dog water. He was the he easy. Said, he said, get me to the playoffs and I'll do the rest. I, didn't he say, I'm, I'm dummy? I'm stupidly, stupidly locked I'm in. stupidly locked in. He's actually locked out of the playoffs because he got kicked out by the Bucks in four. It was So sad. your team Toby now. Oh. Oh. Your team Toby. Oh, he got him. I'm team Toby. Ah. Team Toby. Uh, Mine isn't as ho- high... <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Mine isn't as high profile of a player. It's uh, Kyle Kuzma, unfortunately. Guy looked like he was transforming into like a winning player during the regular just, season. George is just mad he had to change his Twitter. I name. would just like to say that Kyle Kuzma, it wasn't like he was turning into a winning player. It's just that he got exposed this year for stuff he's been doing. He also simply played good defense this year and averaged more rebounds than Montrezl Harrell. And then uh, stopped doing that in the playoffs when he shot 17% from three. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, big disappointment there. Well, at least he played in the playoffs. We got two Lakers here. Anthony Davis, Mickey Mouse Award. He stayed healthy in the bubble. Couldn't, it wasn't stay a fluke. He- I promise you. Healthy. I promise you. Couldn't stay healthy during the season. 71 day off and season. We got some other ones. Got some other ones we want to rattle off. You got a few? I f- you got a few? <sighs> Throw James Harden in there. <laughs> Throw James Harden in there. Uh, throw Russell what Westbrook he previously we'll throw, that he didn't do that. That he didn't do this. this the, you're not that guy, pal. He simply had an MVP caliber season, got hurt, and then suffered in the Ru- playoffs. Russell Westbrook. We we're talking about what? Ben he had a better season this year than last year. What he do in the playoffs? Oh my god! In, in conclusion, <laughs> uh, it's your own award. Pascal Siakam. That's a good one. That's a that's a oof. Beyblade. Uh, Spin cycle P, as yeah. we like to call him. Yeah, they, they, yeah. There's some. There's some. Kristaps Porzingis. We were like we were we were talking about Andre we were talking about if he was healthy they would have beat the Clippers in the first round and then he turned into that they would have beat the Clippers this year if they he wasn't healthy <laughs> I, I was I was praying to Almighty that he'd turn an ankle Andre Drummond the only person that should give the Mickey Mouse award to Kemba Walker is Josh Nowakowski he should walk up oh yeah hear that Nowakowski like yeah you didn't have to yell like he was here he could hear it through the audio recording Josh Nowakowski's got to walk up the Olympic trial steps and give the award to Kemba Walker <laughs> I. I do. I was Schroeder, the oh, Lakers, no. the Lakers. I didn't tell you about this. So you don't have one, but 
What's the anti-Mickey Mouse award a la Paul George, who's redeeming themselves Definitely. from a bad season? Least to Any off the top of your head, I'm not going to drag it on anymore. I don't want to say Joel Embiid. Kevin Durant, maybe. Everybody was talking about they were confused. Kyrie yeah, Irving. Kyrie, yeah. Kyrie's a big one. Uh, oh, man. There's some... I mean, like, there's some pretty decent ones, but I can't come come off the top of my head. I did just spring it on you guys. Probably PG as of right now. PG's definitely the poster child for 100%. Yeah. Even Kawhi. Just throw the Clippers. Just throw the, the whole Clippers. Cl- we'll get... Because I, I have a list of, like, ten awards we'll get to in our... our Reggie Jackson. Our playoff wrap-up when we finally... Blake Griffin. Do that episode, but, um... Oh, Blake Griffin. But, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna call it because this bang is going right through me. Uh, that's going to do it for tonight's episode. Thanks for watching or listening. If you sure, like, liked what you heard, make sure to follow us at TU Troopers, Instagram and Twitter. Uh, George, <laughs> George just walked has away. mentally checked out, but he will respond to you on Twitter. Uh, like you said, just uh, He's going to break my workout <laughs> equipment. <laughs> Why is he shaking during a... Oh my goodness. Um, yeah, he'll, he'll respond on Twitter. Uh, he's been very active on there. As we all know, tweeted in the car. Some, uh, <laughs> uh, just call. He, he, he's rustling his talk about. He's hungry. Thanks for being an OG. Everyone, take care.